This is the podcast for busy professionals just like you who want less stress and more success. I'm your host, Therese Reichenberg, and I'll be sharing a unique blend of productivity, mindset, and innovation strategies to help you get results faster, but with a lot more fun. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Less Stress and More Success. This podcast is aimed at leaders and busy professionals and executives and entrepreneurs who want to increase their productivity, self-confidence, and success without sacrificing their life-work balance. So if that's you, then you are in the right place. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to be chatting about what you often apologize for. It's a sign of something that needs to be cleaned up, especially if you want to make and create more success in your life. And I'm going to tell you why. But first, I want you to ask yourself, where in your life and work do you often find yourself apologizing? Do you maybe apologize for being late very often? What about missed deadlines? Do you often apologize for poor communication, not communicating on time? Apologizing is important and you can build trust and respect in certain situations, but when you are constantly apologizing for the same thing over and over again, it can have the opposite effect because continuing to apologize for the same type of event is meaningless, especially when there's no action to change your behavior. Whenever you find yourself apologizing for something consistently in that area, that is telling you that it's an area or something that needs your attention. It needs to be cleaned up. And this is not because of how others will think of you, which perhaps is important to you, but most importantly, it's because of how you will think of you. When you find yourself apologizing for the same type of issue over and over, you start to generate self-disappointment, that disappointment with yourself. And I'm sure you've felt that before. And sometimes it is okay to be disappointed with yourself, with your actions, with your behaviors, because it could spur you to make a change and to take action. But when you're constantly disappointed with with yourself and not taking the action to make a change, you start to erode your self-trust and self-respect. And it just eventually becomes a cycle of disappointment. And then there's these underlying thoughts of things like, I can't be trusted, or I'm always late, or I'm bad at communicating. Those thoughts that you're having because you've been late or maybe missed a deadline or communicated poorly or not on time, it starts to become a solidified belief. Now, I just want to segue quickly and talk about beliefs, beliefs specifically that we have about ourselves. What I always tell my clients is that even if you believe something about yourself, about maybe your specific personality, and you think that this is a character trait or something that you've always had or been since you were little, you can always change it. You can change your personality. You can change your lateness or your poor communication skills. Science tells us that you can change your brain. And therefore, you can change 
a lot of your personality. And, and when we talk about personality, what we're really talking about is actions. And the only way to change your actions is to change your beliefs about them. And when you start to believe something, it really becomes harder to change when you really start to believe it and, and, and start to attach your identity to it. You say, I'm a late person, or I'm someone who is always late, or I'm someone who is um, really bad at communicating, or I am someone who can't be trusted. You start to believe that, like it's a part of your personality. So the first step to change this, to really clean up what it is that you're apologizing for consistently, is to let go of the belief that's creating the disappointment and causing you to apologize. You've got to start believing or not start believing, you've got to stop believing that you're always late. You've got to stop believing that you're a bad communicator. And the way that you can do this by shifting that belief, because for many of us, we have these entrenched beliefs that are there and we believe them wholeheartedly. But the only way to do that is to start looking for evidence that proves the opposite true. Because I can assure you that if your belief is something like you believe that you are always late, I'm certain that there are times in your life and work where you are not late. So just believing that belief of I am always late is actually not true. And you'll probably find that at least 50% of the time, you are not late for things. It doesn't matter if it's 50% or 80%, but what I'm trying to say is that you will be able to find occasions when you are not late for something, proving that original thought untrue. So you can start to then shift your belief about yourself to think sometimes, some, something along the lines of, I am sometimes late. That's more true. And from there, you can start to work on what to do about the times when you are sometimes late. And we'll speak a bit more about that in a bit. So do this first step with whatever it is that you find yourself apologizing for. If you're maybe, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So if you're maybe someone who often apologizes for not responding to text messages or other communications from people, then you're a bit like me. <laughs> then ask yourself, what are you believing about yourself that causes you to not respond to messages? Perhaps you're thinking something like, I'm bad at communicating. And then shift this belief to something that is more factual. Perhaps this is something like, I sometimes forget to respond to messages. That's more factual than saying I'm bad at communicating because I'm, I'm betting money on the fact that there are times when you are probably good at communicating. So saying that you're bad at communicating is actually not true. And if, for instance, here's another example. If, for instance, you are someone who often apologizes for missing deadlines, ask yourself, what am I believing about myself that means I keep missing deadlines? Perhaps you're thinking something like, I always miss deadlines. I'm, I never submit projects on time. And then shift that belief to something that is more truthful and factual. And maybe that means I sometimes miss deadlines. And just that simple shift will help you with the next steps. 
So where you are apologizing often in your life is an indicator of something that when changed can have a huge impact on your self-belief, on your self-trust and your self-confidence, which is, those are really key traits that are essential for your success and the goals that you're working towards right now. So I can promise you by working through this process, you will see a significant shift in how you show up every day. And even just the awareness of, of understanding or looking at where you are apologizing often is a really great first step. So that is the first thing to do, is shift the belief that's underlying the reason why you're apologizing. What is that belief there? And then just shift that to something more factual. And then from there, you have three options on how you want to move forward. So the first option is to decide whether that behavior actually warrants an apology. Very often, we are apologizing for things that don't really need an apology. Sometimes we're apologizing for things because we have these underlying beliefs, but actually it doesn't even warrant an apology at all. Sometimes we're not slow at communicating or um, sometimes we're you know, not late and we're still apologizing for being a minute late or something along those lines. Just check in and see, is it something that warrants an apology? Because every time you're apologizing, it ends up solidifying that underlying belief and fueling the self-disappointment for nothing. For example, you know, there are some, some times when, you know, we apologize for things and they actually don't need an apology, like interrupting someone to speak to them. Do you think that needs an apology? Maybe not. Asserting your boundaries for sure doesn't need or require an apology. And here's something that often happens with my clients is they apologize for things that's not even their fault. That doesn't or shouldn't warrant an apology. I used to say, sorry, just randomly. I used to apologize randomly in sentences. Whenever I thought someone was disappointed by something that didn't go their way. So I used to say, oh, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. I'm so sorry that this happened to you. But actually, I'm not in control of those circumstances for them. And I don't need to be apologizing for those things. The second option on how you can move forward is... If it is something, if you are apologizing for something that you think requires an apology and you're apologizing for this type of action often, then once you've identified the underlying belief that's keeping you doing the same behavior over and over again, then change the belief to something more factual, like we mentioned above, like we mentioned before. And then the next step is to create a plan to change that behavior. The areas where you find yourself apologizing are a great opportunity for you to build your self-trust by taking action to change your results. How can you ensure that you're not late for meetings? What needs to change to enable you to stick to your deadlines? What can you do to communicate more often? Often the answers involve a little bit more intentional planning. So you may have to plan something in your calendar, especially if it's not a default behavior. Because if you want to change, you have to plan to change. So create the plan, be deliberate, and make it as easy for yourself as possible to change. The third option that you have on the way to move forward about apologies is you can also accept your behavior 
as it is and let it go. Yes, you are allowed to do that. I have a friend who is always late. We know this about her. <laughs> she knows it too. She knows that she's always late and she never apologizes. She just chooses to be fashionably late all the time. Case closed. But be sure if you're going to accept your behavior and let it go, be sure to manage expectations with people up front. So we still have to be considerate about the people around us. If you want to, of course. But manage expectations with the people up front so that they understand your boundaries, that they understand that you know, you're always late and maybe you're not going to apologize for it. And if you don't, maybe let's say as an example, if you don't respond to messages quickly, then you can just say to your friends or your colleagues, just so you know, I don't respond to messages quickly. I sometimes take an a day and sometimes I don't even respond at all but if you need an urgent response from me then just follow up make sure that if you are going to do this if you're going to accept your behavior and let it go make sure that you are truly happy with your decision and you will know if you are by how you feel in the moment if you do the action if you take that action if you're late and you feel good then you've let it go and if you have not let it go and you're feeling like you need to apologize, then maybe you haven't accepted that behavior and let it go. Just check in with yourself and make sure that you're able to accept the behavior and check in with, you know, perhaps you may want to change the behavior instead. Only you will know. So just to summarize, here are some actions you can take to create more success by cleaning up the behaviors that you often apologize for. Number one, Think about where in your life you find yourself apologizing. Number two, ask yourself, what are you making this behavior mean about you that causes you to apologize? What is that underlying belief that has you stuck in this behavior that you keep apologizing for? And then reframe that belief into something that is more factual, more true, like I'm sometimes late or I sometimes don't communicate on time. Number three, Consider whether this is something that even requires an apology. Are you just apologizing because of an untrue belief about yourself? Or is there something more to that? And number three, no, number four. <laughs> if in your opinion, the behavior is worthy of an apology, then think about what would need to change in your behavior and how you can make it easy for yourself to change. One of the ways to make things easy is to plan intentionally what you will do and then practice that. Number five, you can also, like I mentioned already, is decide, you can decide to accept your behavior and let it go. And then just manage other people's expectations, create a boundary around the behavior and be mindful and considerate of others. Knowing that if you accept your behavior as it is, it might have consequences. There might be people who don't like it, but you get to decide how you want to show up in the world. And you can also, you know, decide whether you accept this behavior or not. You know that you can't be everything to everyone. So regardless of whether you accept the behavior or not, your behavior in some instances is not always going to be what some everybody likes. But just be sure to check in with yourself. It doesn't have to please everybody, but it needs to please you. 
be sure to check in with yourself on how you feel about your behavior. And then once you've let it go, no more apologizing. Reduce the apologies. The more you apologize, the more that self-disappointment builds up. And the sixth thing that you can do is, is if you find yourself with a trend of apologizing in one or more areas of your work in life or life, then this is something I can help you with. Let's clean this up. Let me help you create more success, more confidence, and more self-trust by cleaning up those areas that take up a lot of your mental energy and create unnecessary negative emotion like disappointment. All you need to do is book a free consult call with me on my website, therezreichenberg.com forward slash consult, T-E-R-E-Z-R-I-J-K-E-N-B-E-R-G. Definitely not the easiest names to spell, but I'm sure you'll get there. And you can also email me at hello at therezreichenberg.com. And I will chat to you all again next week. Bye for now.